0: If you have your copy of scripture with you, I want to invite your attention to Psalm 136, Psalm 136. By the way, uh, remember we're also in the Bible app, so if you have the Bible app on your phone, um, you can find in the menu, you can find events, and uh, this morning's worship time will be one of those events in in that list there, and you can follow along in that way as well, but I want to invite your attention to Psalm 136, I wanted to show you something that, uh, uh, that, that I, found, I found pretty interesting, I think very meaningful, as we look at uh, the first part of Psalm 136, he says, give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. When I first came across that, I thought, well, now wait a minute, that's not one 36 that's that's him 107 we even have banners based on 107 it says give thanks to the lord his love endures forever and so i went and looked at 107 sure enough the same words were there and and then there was a cross reference to um uh, psalm 9 and the same words were there and then i started thinking well this is a common theme and i did kind of a fun little study to figure out How often do these same words appear? Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His steadfast love endures forever. When you have time, when you're looking for a way to to worship in a private way for Thanksgiving this week, track that down for yourself and see how many times that phrase appears in Scripture, not just in the Book of Psalms. It's also in First Chronicles. It's in Isaiah. It's uh, a version of it is in Jeremiah. You find it from beginning to end of the Old Testament, over and over again. We are told, "Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His steadfast love endures forever." Now, I decided, I figured out that if it's that important that God's going to repeat it in multiple books, multiple times in Scripture, maybe if it's that important that he get it printed that many times, perhaps we should spend a moment just thinking about what it means and talking about it together. So I'd like for us to do that over the next few minutes together. I want us to think about that, that first verse of 136. Give thanks to the Lord. For he is good. His steadfast love endures forever. And the first thing that we see there is that we give thanks. Give thanks to the Lord. What's really interesting is, look at verse 2. Give thanks to the God of gods. For his steadfast love endures forever. Look at verse 3. Give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his steadfast love endures forever. In those first three verses, we get a sense of the triune God, although it doesn't specifically mention Father, Spirit, and Son. We get a sense of a a trinity there in that, that he says it in three different ways. He says, first of all, give thanks to Yahweh, his His personal name. It's a name that means I exist. The implication is God chose for himself the name I am to demonstrate the fact that other gods are not. He is the only true God. And so we see in verse 1, Give thanks to I am, for he is good. His steadfast love endures forever. Verse 2, give thanks to Elohim, God, the God who is above all gods, the the capital G God who is above all the little G gods. You say, well, there are no little G gods anymore. Really? Have you seen that car that's parked in your neighbor's driveway? Not yours, but your neighbor's driveway. Have you seen how he treats people because he's got that car? Have you seen how folks think a whole lot more about their job than they do their children? Have you seen how people treat each other in order to get power or money or prestige? We got all kinds of little G-gods. But we have a big G-god who is greater than all of them. And so he says, give thanks to Elohim, the God who is above all God. And in verse 3, give thanks to Adonai. Adonai is Lord. That word means master. It means the one who is in charge, the decision maker, the one whom we obey, the one whom we follow. Give thanks to Adonai. The one who who not only created all things as Elohim, but he reigns over all things as Adonai. He is the master, the Lord. We give thanks to Yahweh, to Elohim, to Adonai. Why? For his steadfast love endures forever. And then if if you'll notice through the rest of the psalm, this is actually a song. Psalms are songs. This is a song that was sung by the congregation. We believe that most likely the worship leader would, would, would read the first line of each verse as we have them numbered. He'd read the first line, and then the people would probably respond in singing the second line. If you'll notice, the second line of every verse is the same. His steadfast love endures forever. We hear that repeated throughout the entire psalm. It's a great psalm that reminds us that we give thanks. You know, I've noticed something over time. I've noticed that you cannot be angry and grateful at the same time. Have you noticed that as well? You cannot be angry and grateful at the same time. Now, I've noticed something else. I've noticed that people who who think they are finding strength in being angry... People who are always angry about something. And you know folks like that. You may see that person in the mirror. I hope not. But there are people who are always angry about something. And you know what I figured out? Those people are robbing themselves of joy. Angry people cannot find joy. Because they're focused on being mad about something. However, grateful people, by the mere fact that they are being grateful, are finding reasons to rejoice, to to find joy. So here's how that works. You cannot be angry and grateful at the same time. So you decide. Will I choose to be the angry person who robs myself of joy? Or will I choose to be the grateful person who finds joy regardless of my circumstances? Here, the psalmist calls the congregation, the people of God, together. He says as a, as, a, as a group, as a body, as the people of God, give thanks. Choose to be the grateful ones. Choose to acknowledge that, that Yahweh, Elohim, Adonai has provided great things for us. Choose to find joy by acknowledging the good things in our lives first Thessalonians chapter 5 Paul said give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you I like this version this is the English Standard Version I like this version of the verse because this gets to the heart of what Paul was saying some of the older translations almost make it sound like like you're supposed to thank God for everything that happens that is that is not what this is saying the King James, I believe, says, in all things give thanks. It almost sounds like we're supposed to pretend to be grateful for everything that happens. That's not what the verse is saying. The ESV gets, gets to the point, in all circumstances, regardless of what's happening, find reason to be grateful. That's a whole different thing. Bad things happen. We're not supposed to play games with God and pretend something we don't really feel and say, thank you, God, that this terrible thing happened. No. But what we can learn to do is we can learn to be those people who find joy. We can learn to be those people who in the, in the midst of whatever circumstances we can look for things to be grateful for and we can choose to be joyful people instead of angry people. So give thanks to the Lord. Gratitude is a state of mind. It's a perspective on life. We learned that early on from that great and brilliant theologian, Snoopy. There was a Peanuts cartoon in the paper It pictured Charlie Brown bringing out Snoopy's dinner for Thanksgiving Day. When Snoopy looked at his Thanksgiving dinner, he saw that it was just his usual dog food in a bowl. Snoopy took one look at that dog food and said, this isn't fair. The rest of the world today is eating turkey with all the trimmings and all I get is dog food. Because I'm a dog, all I get is dog food he stood there and stared at his dog food for a minute and he said, I guess it could be worse. I could be a turkey. (laughs) In other words, we can thank God that we're alive. (laughs) We can choose to look at what we have and say all I've got is dog food or we can choose to look at it and say, thank God I have another meal today. It's a perspective. It's a choice. Folks, we got enough angry people in the world. How about we add a few more joyful people, huh? We give thanks on purpose, by design, by intent. Sunday school teacher asked her class one time what they were thankful for. And you can imagine some of the answers, you know, this one little girl said, Well, I'm thankful for my bedroom. My younger brothers have to share a room, but I get a room all by myself. I thank God for my bedroom. Next little boy said, Well, I'm thankful for my puppy. I got him as a present for my birthday, and I play with him every day. I thank God for my puppy. Another boy thought for a moment. He said, Well, I'm thankful for my glasses. And, of course, that took the teacher uh, kind of... Uh, by surprise a little bit, she said, Well, that's that's good. Why are you thankful for your glasses? He said, Because they keep the boys from hitting me and the girls from kissing me. <laughs> it's all in perspective. It's all in how we choose to see life and how we choose to see the world around us. And so in this in this text that is repeated over and over and over in Scripture. We find first that we give thanks. But why would we do that? Psalm 9 says, I'll give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will recount all of your wonderful deeds. It's a choice, a decision, a commitment. I will give thanks. But why? I want to look at why we would give thanks. And that's in that next phrase. He says, give thanks to Yahweh. Why? For he is good. Give thanks to Elohim. Why? His steadfast love endures. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. Why? His steadfast love endures. Why we give thanks is clear. Because God is good. Again, our banners represent Psalm 107. Give thanks to the Lord. His love endures forever. He is a good God, consistently good. He's always good. We we give thanks because He is a good God to us. Unfortunately, I think so many of us fall into a trap of thinking, you know, I'm basically a good person and I want to be grateful. And if I only had that one more thing, then I'd be in a place where I could be grateful. God, if you just give me that one more thing. And we're always looking for the one more and we never get settled into thank you. We want to be grateful And we're going to be grateful, but we're not there yet because there's just that one more thing. We give thanks because He is good. Not because of the stuff we have. If you're waiting for the stuff to say thank you, then you're focusing on the stuff instead of the giver. See, thanksgiving takes us beyond... checklist of of the stuff that we have count your many blessings is an awesome song and it's a fantastic word of wisdom but folks that's just the beginning of Thanksgiving that's 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 just the beginning count your blessings look it up everything you have to be grateful that's just where it starts where you really get to the heart of giving thanks is when it's no longer about counting my blessings and looking at the stuff now it's just about who he is he is so good he deserves my gratitude it's based on who he is instead of what i have why we give thanks he he says give thanks to the lord for he is good and and that's all that's necessary that that's all that's required of us that's that's who we want to be Um, in Psalm 7 at verse 17 I know that's not what it says up there so let me turn to it Psalm 7 and 17 I will give to the Lord the thanks due to his righteousness and I will sing praise to the name of the Lord the most high I will give to the Lord the thanks due to his righteousness. Why do we thank him? Because he's good. Not necessarily because I have more this year than I had last year. Not necessarily because I have more than my neighbor. Not necessarily because I finally got the one thing I've wanted. It's not about the stuff. It's about who he is. Psalm 7 and 17 reminds us that we give him thanks because of his righteousness. Here it says, give thanks to the Lord. For he is good. When you really get to know him, you can't help but thank thank him. When you really get connected to him and you really get to know him, something inside of you, you can't help it but to say thank you. Why we give thanks is because the Lord is good. One Thanksgiving season, a family was sitting around the table. They looked at their, at their uh, turkey there and the dressing and all the stuff everywhere, all the great food. They went around from the oldest to the youngest. They were supposed to say what they were grateful for. They came to the little five-year-old in the family. He began looking at the turkey and he said, well, I'm grateful for that turkey. I mean, that turkey looks 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 so good. I, I hadn't had it yet, but, but I know as soon as I get it, it it's going to be good, and I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And uh, everybody kind of thought, well, that's a cute little five-year-old perspective. He's just looking forward to the turkey, you know, and I uh, thought that was a little bit little bit odd, but he's a little five-year-old. That's all right. Well, then he began even, he be, went on an, uh, another uh, track, really. He, he began with a more, predictable line of of credits in other words he he started thanking the for what they expected instead of the bird you know he he was thankful for his mother for cooking and he was thankful for his father for for actually buying the turkey and then he went on even farther than that and uh, he he started being thankful for the checker at the grocery store who checked out the turkey and uh, he was grateful for the grocery store people who Put the turkey in the meat case, and he was thankful for the farmer who made the turkey fat, and he was thankful for the man who made the feed that they gave to the turkey, and and uh, I, you know, and finally, finally, he he finished. He said, "Now, did I leave anybody out?" His little two-year-old brother spoke up, and he said, "God." Well, the five-year-old, not willing to be outdone by his little brother, said, well, I was getting to him. Isn't that the question about, about Thanksgiving? Have I left anybody out? Are, are you just, you, you want to do that? You, you, you want to say thank you? You, you want to be grateful? I'm getting to it. I'll get to him. Or are you to that place where you know Him well enough that you can't, you can't help it? You can't help but to say thank you. We give thanks. And the reason we give thanks is because God is good. And then notice the next part that we learn in that verse Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His steadfast love endures forever. And what we learned there is that we can't thank him enough. His steadfast love endures forever. And like I showed you throughout that verse, he just keeps on saying that over and over and over. His steadfast love endures forever. His steadfast love endures forever. His steadfast love endures forever. And you get the sense that that we can't thank him enough. His love continues to us forever. Therefore, our gratitude continues to him forever. He's just going to keep on and keep on and keep on. And so we have reason to just keep on saying thank you. It's a whole lot more than one or two days a year. It is a lifestyle. It is, a, it is who we become when we know him because we're saying thankful. We're saying thank you based on who he is. And since it's based on him, we can't thank him enough. Spurgeon said this, he's speaking about this psalm and the fact that the psalmist repeats over and over: his steadfast love endures forever. And Spurgeon said, the continued service of song was most fitting. For if Yahweh's mercy endureth forever, our praise should endure forever. If his goodness never ceases, our thanksgiving should never be silent. Because his goodness never ceases, let our thanksgiving never Be silent. Look at the very last verse of that psalm. The very last verse sums up the entire psalm and it sums up what we learn in this text. In verse 26, Give thanks to the God of heaven. His steadfast love endures forever. We give thanks to Yahweh because his love endures forever. We give thanks to Elohim, because his love endures forever. We give thanks to Adonai, because his love endures forever. Give thanks to the God in heaven, because his love endures forever. Father, we do thank you. And we come before you this morning as a grateful people. Thank you that you are good. And because of that, we experience your your never-ending love every day, day after day, forever. Lord, help us to to set aside our tendency toward anger. Help us to set aside the the trend that, that, that just seems to surround us in this culture that would rob us of joy. But may we be grateful people. May we know you so well that we don't know we wouldn't know what else to do but to say thank you. And may we rejoice in your steadfast love forever. Help us, Lord, that we would be people of giving thanks instead of just folks who celebrate a holiday.